morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. What a blessed day we're having here in the, the draft table. We, uh, we are on episode nine. This is our official launch for the concept and having the guest on and so on and so forth. So we've officially figured out that we're too deep to back out. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't, <laughs> us three could not carry it alone. So, uh, as per usual, we got the, we got Brandon, Jeremiah, myself, Dell at the table. We're joined today by Joe James Harden and, uh, Jonathan Cook from the Harden. Who's that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. He's got a hold heck on. of a fadeaway, I'll hold tell on. you that. Hang on a second. Bro, I had it set That's up last cool night. <laughs> Dunk. I, I had it. It's an alias. It's new alias. I had it set up last night. I was going to be like cousin to uh, the, the crocodile hunter. and Yeah. I bombed. Apparently, oh, you backed out of that Steve. How are you going to mess up his name? Okay. Known this guy how long? I've known him four <laughs> minutes, and this I, is going on next week's name. episode of Dale's Fails. Dale's Fails. Four minutes, Dale's and I know that's Fails. wrong. They're pretty, pretty long. Catchy, right? They're pretty long. Dale's Fails. Yeah, that's like a whole. So like, I mean, let me episode. fix that. that like the we got James Irwin and Jonathan Cook from yeah. the Arlington Keller Williams. Wait, Jonathan Cook? It's Jonathan Stanley. Oh, good lord! Here we go. <laughs> here we go. I grew up with the Jonathan Stanley. I just pulled that out of my hat. Yeah. Jonathan Stanley's probably watching, actually. I was about to say, shout we, out. We went to school with one. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody knows a Jonathan Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. Little wheels. You've got off. a common name, Jonathan. I'm sorry to tell you. Well, yeah. how about Brandon? Stanley we got Cook. Cook. You don't even. How many other Brandon Cooks you know? One. I don't know any. Who know? I only know one. What about oh, Jacob Smith? I know two Cooks in, in, in the house right now. Every Brandon Cook that I know is wildly successful. Oh. I only know one. Nice. Oh, we just we bonded. You guys gonna flirt? You should have said let them stay <laughs> over on that side. You slide over here by kind me. Kind of <laughs> homies right here, separated. Yeah, man, come on. Separated by James. Yeah. So these guys yeah. are killing the market over there in Burleson, Crowley, Weatherford. I'm assuming Weatherford now. Weatherford now they're taking over Weatherford and just moving properties. We're taking over Brock, Santo, Peaster, Parker County, Galveston, yeah. Waco. James did. My pan, I Scandinavia. Him. James is not lying. He closed one in Galveston. Yeah. Did you really? I sold this condo to these people that wanted to move down to Galveston. And they were kind of old, kind of hard to get a hold of. And then uh, I don't remember what, if you're watching right now. Out. They're not watching, dude. There's no way. <laughs> There's no, I can't get this computer to fire on. You're going to get an it. email. <laughs> well, a hurricane blew through like a week Send after to, we closed. Uh, James Harden. And I couldn't get a hold of him for like two weeks. Because they had an ocean-facing condo, and they, like, disappeared oh off the map for, like, two weeks. So you think they, like, get blown away? They or didn't get blown away. Sure. You weren't sure, right? I couldn't get it. I, I had no idea. But I finally got them on the phone, and they were okay. So that's a cool end of that How'd story. How'd the condo but. smell when you first walked into it? Yeah, I never even went there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> He's so like, you know, I've walked this this property personally. That's I can the put best my name. thing about it is yeah. you're a realtor in Texas. That's a lot of land. Can you imagine being a realtor in Rhode Island and having to give out referrals every 25 miles? Oh, man. Wow. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Technically, Texas is big. You Delaware. can sell anything in Texas. Yeah, you, you can. You know, we, we, we probably farm an area the size of Rhode Island, don't no we? No doubt. Mm -hmm. How big is Rhode Island? Does About the size of the Metroplex. Is that yeah. it? That, yeah, like, like Collin, Denton, Dallas, and Tarrant counties, like roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Would fit, Rhode Island would fit right over it. Really? Good night. So think That's about funny. it. You guys like drive across the state of Rhode Island. Like they get two senators once a week. Yeah. Do That's they get cool. two? I don't know. I think they everybody. Gets. I think Delaware gets two. Rhode Island gets one. I don't keep up with that. 
But you just closed <laughs> that one in Santo too, right? No, that one actually did not go through. Shocker. Womp womp. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot, that Dale. Fall through. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a done deal, though. You know, the best time to add insult to injury is when you're signing his cast. Yeah. That's what they say. Oh. Ow. Ouch. Ouch. Santo's not a bad area. Santo's awesome, actually. I I just did, like, a huge ranch out there. Like, Like right next to town. Shot one? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, right in town. It was, like, 400 acres. Butts right up against town. Yeah, I'd never heard of Santo until, like, 10 minutes ago when... Uh, client wanted to go look at it. There's like 1,300 foot elevations out there. Mm-hmm. Like That's overlooking the, the river, it's awesome. Start of the Palo Pinto Mountains. You know what's great about oh. Santo? Leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I was actually uh, I was actually engaged in Santo. Uh, I set up a. We have friends that have a ranch out there, a huge ranch out there in Santo, and uh, the Malorns Ranch. And I, I went a day ahead of time and I set up a four by eight sign that says, will you marry me with T-Post across the Brazos? Cause like they're, they're 1300 foot elevation, yeah, right. both Looking sides of the Brazos. And, uh, there's odd dads everywhere out there. And so the, the whole thing was, I'm going to bring Sierra out here tomorrow and I'm going to tell her that I have this huge ranch opportunity to list like a $9 million ranch out here. And I'm put binoculars on her and be like, man, you got to see these odd ads at this ranch. I just got to take you out here. It's the biggest listing I've ever had. No one left behind. What's an odd ad? It's a goat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, right. I'm glad we stopped there because it's a goat. I kept saying crawdads. It's like a crawdad, but more like a goat. It's, it's, like, a goat, it's like a it's mountain a goat. goat that, it's exactly what it is. It's, it's like a, a goat, goat that lives on the side of these cliffs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a cliff goat. They're yeah. all over possible. Not to be confused. They with cliff crawl notes. though, so they could be crawl dads. No, they don't crawl. They straight walk. It's it's a it's a it's a very careful walk. What is it? You're like on four a, legs. It's like a You're physical crawling. abnormality how they get up these. Well, just it like is. some dogs are bred to chase cows, those goats are. Yeah. If you're on all four, though, I feel like you're crawling. Anyway. With hooves. Absolutely. With and hooves. If they fell down the mountain, they'd be fall dads. <laughs> so whatever okay. you want to call them. <laughs> oh, man, it's, basically, it's basically a mountain goat. Okay, so you, so you got you binoculars. Got you got binoculars. What were we talking about? My 57 Chevy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Circling back. So, I, you know. Five of us with uh, ADD in Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we need a bottle of Ritalin. This will go well. <laughs> Driving out 20 west, knees weak, palms are sweaty, and I'm going to engage to my fiance at the time. And uh, we get out there, and gate opens, and I'm like, man, look at this place. You think I'll sell it? And then get out of the truck and put binoculars on her, and I'm like, look at these odd dads. And, and this was going to be the moment, you know, like, will you marry me? It's right out there. She looks in the binoculars, and she goes, oh, my gosh, Jonathan, we got to get out of here. Someone's getting engaged. No. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Now, are you married to her now? Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to say uh, it was a very like. Yeah, you're getting engaged. Yeah. That's you, Sierra. You're and I'm one. down on one knee. Do you, now, do you put it together? Why are you on one knee? Stand up. Like no, no. Let's start all over. What did so, she say? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> nope. Finally, finally, that works. It, it works. works. <laughs> finally, works. Oh, he found it. Finally, he has yeah, been. Were- 
itching for nine weeks to get that in somewhere right, and he pushes that it all perfect. the time, but it's never oh. right. No, oh, it's always right. No, you finally got it. So I, I'm engaged to a fall dad. Here, I said no. Fall dads. Yeah, oh my land. No, so she said yes, and then we uh, we got engaged in Santo. We left, came down to the square of Weatherford, and we ate at some swanky steakhouse. I don't remember. Fire, fire, fire Oak Grill. grill. What's it called? Fire Oak. Fire Oak. Oh my god. It's the only steakhouse on the square. Yeah. We had the crawdad ribeye, and it was legit. Crawdad ribeye. How long ago was this? Oh, this was five, oh, six years ago. Wow. How, how long yeah, ago was it? Because Fire Oak changed hands. Yeah, Eric used to own it. And yeah. now, uh, I don't remember who owns it now, but it's still good. It's, I ate uh, that the other day. Uh, can, uh, oh, Candace, yeah, Candace uh, Justice. Justice, yeah. Yep. It's yeah, still yeah. good, yeah. but do they have those same... Because they used to have a Dr. Pepper steak over here. They do not have that they anymore. Don't have they don't we have just ate there uh, for Christmas birthday, yeah. yeah. Wait, where's the Dr. Pepper steak? It used, it's to be, gone. used to be at the there. Fire Oak Grill. That's what I had that yeah. night. Okay, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Different owner now, so they don't make okay, it. Okay, this is just a steak they pour DP on. Uh, it was delicious. Like it, mar- like it marinate. They marinate with it. What do they call that? Uh, they uh, use Dr. Pepper as the binding. They were oh, probably the getting the, yeah. the syrup straight from yeah. Dublin or something. Okay. And just soak Look at him grinning ear to ear talking about steak. All right, let's steak. We're talk about ribs next. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably, he's probably, <laughs> hey, let me say some keywords. Brisket. He's probably got a smoker in the back ready to pull it all in and just get get the brisket. We, no, all you, you gotta, he's yeah. got it in the truck. You can we did actually, just plug it into a generator. We trailered our smoker here behind my truck. It's out there smoking a fat. 17 pound brisky. Yeah, Free hot dogs for everybody. No yeah. drinks. No drinks. No drinks. Just hot dogs. Oh my God. You were a pimp. <laughs> I wonder why no questions are coming in this morning. Maybe because there's no topic. Let's get it, could, it might be. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We got kind of. Uh, yeah. We don't have a lot of questions. I don't either. I don't have a lot to usually, say. Usually, you know, usually, really I'm saying we're getting more and more viewers here, but usually it's their wife. Well, his wife, and she's in the other room. They're usually scolding them for something they yeah, said. That's weekly. Some of your high school alumni, they're like, man, I'm really proud of Dale. He's doing great things. Yeah. I'm going to watch his <laughs> Look at him, they're talking about goats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually how it goes this uh so Every week we so, just ADD uh, out. Kristen Ortega Williams says it's a demi glaze. That's Dale's wife. That is oh, it's a demi glaze. Yeah. Okay, so the Dr Pepper is serving as the demi glaze. What the is ribeye? a demi glaze? Demi glaze sounds like it's like a girl that cuts hair. I feel like I haven't watched enough uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay or something. What's a demi glaze? Demi glaze cuts hair next door. She's got blonde hair and black underneath. <laughs> no, 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 no. You ain't seen what's next door. Shorter in the back than Grandma Ethel works yeah. next door. They're doing straight yeah. You're so, talking yeah. about yeah. Demi Lovato. Bouffant hair. Yeah, Demi Lovato. <laughs> Demi Lovato. Yeah, I yeah. know who you're talking about. No, no, no. About. If he's a here, flat top, a purple hair. No, no, no. I was up here the other day, and I know you guys see this all the time, but Christy sees it more than anybody because she's up front. But the age of the clients next door exceeds that of an SAT score. Right. <laughs> Moving right along, we do have a challenge in the comments. Uh, what? What is what we got? Hello. What we got? Uh, so Lindsay Cook says, LOL, oh, dot, dot, no. dot. Why don't a few of y'all share how y'all propose? That's his wife. Cough. See, it's just the wife. Brandon Cough. All right, Brandon. For engagement talk. Give me some music. Give me some. Give me, set, the, set the top. Next on engagement talk, Brandon Cook. Oh, oh, not that. Oh, oh. Give me something. Something kind of, you Give know, him that. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So here I am. I roll out of bed at a crisp 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Wow. I see my beautiful wife folding laundry with a ring in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. I guess As we await the helicopter. Is this really how you propose? I couldn't wait any longer, so I proposed to her while she was folding laundry. Unbelievable. Yeah. Was it your laundry? Yes. Ooh. Hey, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Jonathan Cook wins the uh, proposal. 
At least I rented down. two dozen Audads for my hey, yeah. Rented Audads. Let me give you a tip. The next time. Sunbelt. Look, I, I couldn't wait the any next longer. Time. Oh, it, yeah. it wasn't the most romantic proposal, but she did say yes, so it was a win. And I couldn't wait any longer. I, I was racking my brain. This woman hates surprises. How many years ago, Brandon? I have been married as of September 14th for seven. So I proposed oh, Lord. eight and a half years ago. All right, Kristen Ortega Williams says Dale's engagement would fall under another Dale oh. fails. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh, should we hear that one? I'm super interested. Oh, I don't know what to cue up for that. Should we? Maybe you that forget one. it. What? Wait a that? second. Were you? Like was a this dying pre-kids? Dad. <laughs> pre-kids, right? Huh? She just walk in the room and goes, "Go down to the JP and make it right." No, no. no. <laughs> hey, you. No. Yeah, my baby, right. there. We're gonna go ahead and get hit. No, no. Come on now. No, we. Uh, get your purse, get in the truck. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, uh, very. I, I've gotten a lot better about it these days. But I used to be very impatient. I could not wait. If I had it, it had to be done. So I went and bought the ring. I had this whole elaborate deal. You know. You hit it in the do. bottom of a snow cone. So I no. <laughs> I did see a video a tiger's blood. the other day where she's <laughs> oh my God. digging through it crudely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was at the it, bottom of a salad. This was back in the rocker days, so I had skin tight, and I had to put it you know, in my area because it couldn't fit in my... You couldn't fit a woman's ring in your no, pocket? Your, your jeans were that? Okay, I was emo, about to say. Emo, emo easy, uh, pants. Easy, easy, easy. Uh, leather emo. pants. You ever see that episode so of Friends? So you know, the, the tight yeah. pants, you put a ring box, you're going to see it. So we walk in there, and uh, we we start out at Red Lobster, and I, I just couldn't wait. And so I pulled it out. <laughs> Red Lobster. We, go we, go we got our income tax. We're going to the lobster yeah. tonight. Yeah. That used to be my nickname. The Red Lobster? <laughs> Or income tax. Or income tax. Yeah. Ring box. Ring, ring box. box. Yeah, my jeans were so tight they used to call me ring box. Ring box. <laughs> <laughs> now next week's show we'll dig into that backstory. Oh, wow. <laughs> Put the ring box in the front. Okay, so you're at Red Lobster. Obviously you're you're springing for a, a five star meal. <laughs> Yeah. So did you, did you go to Brahms after? I'm not sure. Yeah, how did you decide between uh, Olive Garden and Red Lobster? I don't know how you talk, hey, oh, to be honest with you. I don't know. Chili. Coin toss. <laughs> Understand that this was thir- don't even 13 years ago. 13 years okay. ago. So Red Neanderthal times when there was no years. availability. <laughs> right. And I was I didn't have a whole lot of money then. Did right. you club a cow to feed her? No, we were at Red Lobster. So it wasn't that long ago. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh so, so I get so impatient. We we had I had I was going to take her to uh What's that garden across the street? Uh, Water gardens? Olive Garden. garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was that was a good one. Oh, oh no. Oh. Which, which garden? The like, here botanical garden. Botanical? 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 There is not a red lobster yeah, anywhere near the There's literally the has gardens. Gardens. nor there now or no, never has not. been. What's, what's right there by the... Did you take uh, her to Del Scringos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The one right there by the Trinity River off of uh, that would be the Papadose. Yes, yeah, so there used to be a Red Lobster's literally. No, there wasn't. I will bet my entire paycheck. That's a Papadose. Whole, pay, whole paycheck. Whole paycheck. Never Uh-oh. Red Lobster there. There's a Papadose there. Did you fancy it up and take her there? Papadose. Putting it there. There was never a Red right Lobster. Right across the street from Hewland Mall, there is a Red Lobster. The Botanical Gardens is not near, near the Hewland That's what I'm talking about. No, you're full. You're talking about the fountain in the parking uh, lot of the Hewland Mall. I'm broke now. <laughs> What's that really fancy part?
park with the water fountain? Where's you the, mean the there's fountain a red in the middle of the park? The park? The Botanical park? Gardens the is off 30, right? It's off University. University. Human Mall is off 20. We're talking 13 miles between the two. It's not even close. Like, you couldn't even ride a bike down there. Chris, I think we would save some time if you would just tell the story from your point of view. I know the red lobster you're talking about, and you're talking about the fountain in front of the grand entrance at Human Mall. Which isn't even running anymore. They can't afford to run anymore. You like how he's had to church it up? I'll talk to that water garden. What's that one with the big No, you know, the park, the water park was a parking lot with water in it. That you throw pennies in while you buy your Jordans. Anyway, it is two story though. No, Lindsay across the highway. (laughs) Lindsay is like so over this story. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) All right, back to what we had to talk about this morning. Uh, Dobie Rokas says, "Good morning, fellas. Praise God for another beautiful day. Absolutely, absolutely, amen." And we have to say hello to Elisa Ross. She she gave us a good sunny emoji, and Christy Stewart said, "Good morning." Good morning, bro. I mean, can we just bring these guys in? And no, I want to hear. I'm still wanting to hear the engagement story. It's just Lindsay's over it. We need to pick. Let's wrap it up. Okay, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, so long story short, I couldn't wait. Uh, I pulled out of my pants, slapped it on the top of the table. <laughs> the ring. Whoa! So they called you ring box the ring. <laughs> oh, I, I swear to God, that's how Look at that little shrimp at Red Lobster. <laughs> Start episode nine over again. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Oval. I so mean, uh, she said yes. We've been married. Uh, it took us about two years to get married, and we've been together almost twenty years. Skip two. Say, as long as I can remember. Years. Yeah. I can't imagine it took two years to get married. I mean, you do everything quick. I know. <laughs> yeah. Two years to tell that story too. Yeah. Oh. It was a real quick one. It was a real quick one. I'm still curious what garden he's actually talking I know. about. I'm, I'm trying confused. to remember. Uh, right there on a. You mean the pumpkin patch that's yeah. across from it now? It's I mean, literally, literally there's an active pumpkin. It's patch. literally across where the Mayfest is every year. Okay, you Bro, were talking you're about two, two different totally lo- different locations. <laughs> okay, what is that one? That's Papados. That's no, the Trinity no, River. That's the Botanical, Botanical Gardens. Gardens what you're talking and Trinity about. Park is right By the here. Coliseum and all that over there. Red so lobsters. No, there's you're not, not a red right. lobster over there. There might have been one. There is a red lobster there. No, I think, yeah, there is. Yes, Johnny Carino's is. is over there now, I think. Yeah. Is it in that old parking lot? Yes, it was red freeway? lobsters when I... So, All right, hold on. No, 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 shut way. up, shut up. Because Chili's used to be Hush, everybody, too. let me clarify this, because you are wrong, and y'all, I don't know what y'all are talking about. Botanical <laughs> Gardens is here. <laughs> Trinity Park is here. Papa Doe's is on the other side of the river. There has never been a red lobster on that part of university. The part that you're talking about is 10 miles south off Hewlin and 20. We'll settle this later. So no. she said yes. Google the map. So she either way, yes. it was a Red lobster successful. history. Red okay. lobster. I like that. Red lobster hooked us up. Damn. Did they did they buy your meal? Yeah, I thought. They felt bad for She him. said yes. <laughs> I was so nervous. Bro. Like, wait, put it on the table. We don't know if you enjoyed that segment called Engagement Talk, send us an email. Or Dale Fails. Red Lobster <laughs> History. And we'll do we'll do more of that on future episodes. <laughs> I just want to. Uh, the next time, see. Dale. <laughs> next time on the History Channel, where was this Red Lobster located? <laughs> I, I believe that Red Lobster's out of business. I know. I, no, there I, wasn't I, one. Never yeah. was. Ever, 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 ever. I promise you there was. He's getting mad. Moving on. Hashtag Ringbox. <laughs> I'm going to show you right now. Ring box. 
Ring box. Oh my lord! Y'all well, Dondi Horton is literally LOL on her back, po- his back, por- her back porch. Excuse me. We got five emoji laughter faces, faces nice. from Dondi Horton. Love you there, Dondi. Thank yes. you, Dondi. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody's now, Dondi. If you want to share a story in the comments below of when you got engaged, we oh, will read yeah. that because we could easily go back to engagement miles talk. away. Not even close. Okay, we are moving on. Yeah, we're moving on past Red Lobster, fellas. Yeah. You Pretty guys wrong with my Google. Shake it outside. All right. Take my ring box out <laughs> there. Put it on the table. Put it on the table. Okay. I did used to tear okay. up that Chili's, though, that's now in the Eatsies location. Eatsies? Yeah, yeah you haven't Eatsies been there yet. Mm. Oh, it's good. There's some there good stuff go. over there. Yeah. You can get like a Silver Fox. Yeah. I've been to the one in Great Valley, but never the one in Fort Worth. Oh. What, what is the place down there? Um, uh, right off university where they have like it's basically like a food park indoors you've been there it's like there's no. like 10 different restaurants in it's, dallas That's no it's right there on university huh. right at seventh at the top they have north university and seventh right oh, there. where that crazy intersection is yeah right past yeah. that <clears throat> right there like maybe a block in there's this uh maybe Lindsay. Lindsay, if you can hey, is that out. jamie yas's place didn't or did he ever finish that I don't know, but I do know what he's talking about. Just past Eddie V's, it's yeah, in that building. You go in, and there's there's like a Mediterranean restaurant. There's a, a barbecue court. place. It's, yeah. it's literally a food court. Wow. Wow. But most of these businesses are based off of food trucks. I have never and, seen and that. And so they have, they lease these little spaces. It's genius. It's you know what is over genius. there? Yeah, that's cool. There's an In-N-Out burger over there. Yeah, there is. Which is on University. Rabbit style. Which is trash. When we when we did uh, Austin City Taco, compare I ate in and out quite a bit over there just because it was in and out. Y'all did Austin City Taco? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. The build out. Mm-hmm. Where's oh, it? That's at? cool. Yeah, we built a great white duck. settlement. Uh, no, this one's on University. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was about to say what? Yeah. So that's where, where Audubon yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Right Robin Williams came into the show at I slapped it on the table. Four emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Four <laughs> laughter emojis. Oh Lord, that, you're never gonna lose that. I'm gonna put that on your gravestone. That's an emba- you know, Dale, that's a pretty good embarrassing. <laughs> what was yours? Hold adult on. moment. <laughs> yeah, my wife drive I, easy, homie. My wife and I have this uh, this uh, understanding that whichever one dies first, you get to put whatever prank you want on the other one's headstone. Nice, not bad. So it's like it can just be this a joke that lasts for all eternity. It's all fake news. Speak <laughs> stuff. If she's not watching, but she would. You know, that's a way to maximize dirt value is sell every four feet. I mean, how many? No kidding. How many? Oh, what's the value of an acre if you can bury? Oh, I won't even. Yeah. Remember. No, hey, but seriously, like the the. Uh, that's how people operate cemeteries. The, the funeral, the cemetery business is very lucrative. You can oh. only sell them once, though. People are dying See, to get in there. I didn't realize this, no. but uh, <laughs> you never you heard that. Like, no, what? I've never heard that. That, that joke's good. so old, I laughed and forgot to fall off my dinosaur. Oh, that's a good one too. Uh, <laughs> no, throw a shade no, over here. Oh, you can't even Lord. breathe over there. He's looking no, for a no, button. No, to, to, <laughs> there's literally sixty of them no. on this thing. He's like, no, no. Get your glasses don't do on. Don't do it. I'm a I love this. Is it so <laughs> I love this. What is that? Let me get out of here. I'm not sure what's going on with that. I feel like it's like that's a hard (laughs) sales job to do the the funeral director gig. Well, think who you're dealing with. You're dealing with very mourning, upset Mm -hmm. relatives that may not have spoken to each other for years because they can't stand each other, and they're in the middle of dividing the estate and who gets daddy's truck and who gets mom's, you know, wedding ring and who. I mean, and the yeah, yeah, it's a terrible. 
business I wouldn't want to. Any I mean, anytime we're probating a will for a closing, you really start to see the cards on the table for the family members. You know, you hear mm-hmm. you hear the, the 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 proof is in the pudding on how tight the family is whenever you're dividing assets. I mean, oh, yeah. sometimes it is just. Have you dug into some of like those old probates from like the 20s and 30s and 40s? I've like, heard, I mean, yeah, the case like, studies of that. Well, so when we used to. Well, your wife used to do title work. Yeah, landman stuff. Yeah, and when you there's some there's some stories in those old probates back you know before they did them amicably, if you will. Some like, pretty cool amendments in there too. Probably. Just, I don't know just, if you would call them cool. <laughs> well, some of them are uh, like, man, what'd you do to make? If Harold doesn't man? give me back my mini Mickey Mantle card, he has yeah. no rights to this property. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So when I before I was a full time photographer, I worked at the bank forever. Y'all know mm-hmm. that. Y'all didn't know I was I was a lender at a bank. He got robbed too. Yes, I got Great robbed. Story. Oh, Dale loves to tell the I got robbed story. Anywho, do, people, t- do tell her. After the show. Y'all catch Maybe. the joke? Do tell her. Do tell her. Oh, yeah. T- I t- wouldn't tell, tell her. Tell her. So I like it. you wouldn't be, and you probably dealt with this too, in closings. You got your probate, but what about the people that never established anything? People have assets out the wazoo, and they never made a will because they just didn't think, oh, I'm not going to die when I'm 65 I know, or 70. that's the hard part. And people would come in, and they're like, hey, my mom died, and you got $200,000 in the account. I'm like, you know, there's no POD. There's no will. Well, that's a that's a good— There's no—I'm sorry, I so can't— So who gets that money, then? The federal they government? They have to go get, like, a— No, yeah, no, It goes no. to intestate court. And they, yeah, the they have to go get decides. letters of testamentary, or they got to decide intestate law. who, who uh, gets— who is entitled to this? It's not a decision. It's a it's a law that actually breaks well, it down by ancestry. Right, but at the same time, if well, the, if the spouse is gone and then they've got to split it up over nieces and nephews, that's when it gets hairy. And then when people, we've seen like, ranches <laughs> literally go to the ranch manager because the the yep. the husband and wife had no mm-hmm. heirs, and mm-hmm. I, I saw one recently by Mineral Wells that was thirty nine hundred acre ranch went Ooh. to the ranch Ooh. manager. Because he, 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 that's how the court decided, you know, yeah. you, you are the one that has the most interest in this property. You have no relation, but you manage it for years. I mean, that, that's, yeah. it's, Texas is a very fair state when it comes mm-hmm. to those type yeah. situations. It's kind of a neat deal to watch. I, you know, I was, James and I have this situation all the time where we're dealing with, you know, deceased. Probate. Well, we had one last week, last two weeks ago where we listed it on a Thursday and the client was blowing me up, like, is it up yet? Is it up yet? And we have a system on our team, the Jonathan Cook team, if you don't know who we are. We have a system on our team. We only launch properties on Thursdays because we want it to syndicate to the realtor.com and Zillow's of the world by Friday night, Saturday morning for the weekend shoppers. Genius. Yeah. We had this lady pushing us, just pushing, is it up yet? Is it up yet? It's like, hey, it's not Thursday. This was Tuesday. She's, hey, can you come get the paperwork? James and I went and got the paperwork at... We were on the phone with his wife, and we were actually going to an assisted living facility. I said, "Hey, we're we're pulling into the funeral home to get these listing docs." Oh I was like, "What?" I misspoke. Oops. Like he was in the car, and he's like, "You wouldn't believe what Jonathan just said to the lady." I'm, I told her I'm pulling into the funeral home now, oh, and, I'm, and I meant to call her place an assisted living facility. That was Tuesday. We pick up the documents. We launch on Thursday, Thursday night at 2 a.m. So Friday morning, she passed away. This is like two weeks ago. And so we launched the house on Thursday, Friday, she passed away. So the listing came down. But 
we've seen so many situations where the the children are selling it for the deceased parents and they live in St. Louis and they call our team and like, hey, sell mom and dad's ranch and then we're going to split it this way. And you got to fight nine nine siblings to get their signatures because one's in a horse ranch in Montana with no cell phone and the other one's backpacking in Alaska. That's it. That's it. That's an interesting family. Hey, I want to take a little piece of that family. Mm -hmm. I want to take a second, uh, say good morning to Bobo. Uh, how you doing this morning, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good week. I, um, I have to say this is the most entertaining show yeah. we've had. And, uh, thanks I figured it would guess. be. Yeah, yeah, our guess. I don't think I've ever laughed this hard. Yeah, just wanted I thought to that was him making noises in the microphone. I did but too. It was and I looked Dale's, over and like, the thing just kept loop. It, 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 He's it, like a really talented ventriloquist. You know, know what's going on. Bobo, yeah. one thing I've learned from being on this podcast is never let the <laughs> statement that used to be my nickname come out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, ring box. <laughs> what, Red Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> ring box. <laughs> Put the ring in the back uh, pocket. Man. Yeah. It's like, pretty good. Oh, hey, I mean, I, I guess at least I was at a restaurant. We might need to go check and see if ringboxrealty.com is available. Oh, that's not bad. That has a ring to it. Whoa. Ring. Uh, oh! I'll see what you did. Oh, already got, see what you like, did there. Oh, no. There's too TM many the one-liners. There's too TM, many TM. jokes going in here. Yeah. TM. Trademark TM right 2020. I don't like the fact that... I hey, Gabriel uh, hopped on here. Good morning, Gabriel. How are you doing this morning? Gabriel. You hadn't missed much. You hadn't missed much. No. Just a I propose bit. to my wife by the lake. Okay. okay. You want to hear this for Okay. Yes. So I figured out that the best way to propose to somebody is to get them as mad as possible beforehand. Yeah. So that they're like, Please elaborate. so that you take a hard left turn or whatever. Okay. So but when I met my wife, the first time I met her, we had... Uh, she came over to a friend's house and I, we never met. I was like a mutual friend that lived by Benbrook Lake. I lost my wallet rewind a couple of days before that. And I was like, Hey, a uh, girl I just met like five minutes ago. You want to come down to the lake with me and help me find my wallet? Just kind of, you know, I like where it's going so far. Yeah. I would have said so, yes to that. music you can cue? Sure. <laughs> anyway, so. Sure, creepy guy by the lake. Come out of this body of water with nobody around. Help me find something you've never seen before. Exactly. Sounds enticing. Exactly. It's not sketchy at all, Sonny. No, we go down there, and she's like, I've been looking for this wallet, because that was back when I was in the band, and it had my last, like, $100 in it, you know? And so uh, we go down there. It's, it's like You were in a band, and you black. had $100? Yeah, exactly. Man, <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing pretty well. That's a more well, interesting well, I was story. I sleeper, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so go down there. I've been down there twice looking for it. I go, okay, it's right over here. So he's like, is that it? Before I even said, finds it. So I proposed to her right there, kind of as a joke. I never met her. Fast forward a couple years later. <laughs> I didn't know this story. This so fast forward a couple years later, I'm like, hey, uh, your friends want to go day camping at Benbrook Lake. And so she's like, what? I was like, yeah, we're going to go meet her right down there and go day camping. She's like, that's kind of dumb. I'm like, yeah, but everybody wants to do it. She's like, Okay, whatever. So, like, we go down. It's hot. It's like there's bugs everywhere. We oh, get down, then there's nobody there. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I guess somebody's just kind of running late. And she's like, she's like, I can't believe this is so ridiculous. I was about to say retarded. Ridiculous. She's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. So she's getting all mad and everything. And I'm like, yeah, oh, do you kind of you know where we are right now? She's like, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, Cameron's house is up there. I'm like, no, this is where you found my wallet. Blah blah blah. Walked her back through it. She's like, oh, and so I got down when you. She's like. What are you doing? I was like, uh, oh my gosh! Pull the ring out, the ring box out. Oh my gosh! So Ringboxrealty.com is available. She quickly made a left is turn. Really? Is it available? Yeah. For how much? <laughs> it's a dollar a month for the first year. 
Wow. Ring box real. You should buy that anyways. Buy just on principle. Buy it Don't up. buy it if you're listening right yeah. now. Oh, it's no longer available. Not, no. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> We've got some savages on here, man. I'm wow. Jeremiah. Yeah, more viewers than I realized. Right sell, sell it to you for five bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Supply and demand, baby. You want it, I got it. So did she believe that you were day camping with friends? She didn't believe that after that. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. It's like the first time you fake proposed. She we went straight to Red Lobster after that. How was that? Oh, <laughs> which one? The one, the one on, the one on the Trinity. fake one on Trinity Boulevard. The one in Trinity Park. Yes, <laughs> down by the railroad track bridge. Yeah, oh, and that blue uh, lights that go over. Are you sure? Oh, you go, you go pick man. the lobster out of the river, the one you want, and they freshwater actually, lobster. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a lobster you were eating, buddy. That's an odd man. It's a water goat. It's a water goat. Dale, that that was that embarrassing for you, and you were an adult. I can't imagine uh, I what happened to you as a kid. I would definitely not have called me an adult at that, at that okay, point. How right. old were you then? That was 20 years ago? Uh, no, no they I, got married like uh, 14, 14. My wife would have to tell. I think I was 21, 22 when I proposed. Oh, oh speaking of. Legal drinking age. He was James just yeah. sold a house to a 19-year-old yesterday. Really? Yeah. But no dude, kidding. 19. You guys are selling them to everybody. Yeah, but imagine being 19. Okay, but seriously. What were you think, doing at 19? Yeah, seriously think about house. this for a no. second. I'm 19. sleeping on the floor of a van. And I like, worked at Whataburger. And like somewhere, nowhere town. Yeah. I was traveling on a bus you know, with a bunch of basically I, homeless. <laughs> I did a mortgage for a girl that worked at a pizza. She worked at Pizza Hut. And the Pizza Hut was down the shopping center from the bank I worked at. And she comes walking in there one day and is like, hey, I want to buy a house. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Totally straight up, got approved and found a house for like seventy five thousand dollars in Pelican Bay. Really? Is this like eight? She bought it. No, it was uh, about three years ago, four years ago. She bought it. That's good. Cool. I'm like, good, I was man. like, what? Pelican Bay's fancy name for Azel, by the way. Pelican yeah. Bay. Uh, yeah, it is a fancy name for Azel, but Pelican it's at least it's a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I just so, got to say. Uh, you probably it, wouldn't yeah. want to walk through there at night unarmed. That's true. Yeah. If anybody's watching this this morning and you are close to buying a house and you're sub 22, I just want to pat you on the back right no now. That's, right. That is awesome. What Especially in this day and age. Well, it's people take hard. a hey, why dump. don't you tell the viewers, for the, for those that don't you know, know what sub 22 is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that was a very bad time <laughs> to, to jump in. Because yeah. he goes, people take a dump. Stop. I was about to say something. Yes, they do, Jonathan. They do take dumps. <laughs> so if you're if you're watching this and you're touching cotton, go take a dump. But what I was about to say is, <laughs> people take a dump on millennials all the time. But the oh, thing is, man. like when you see a story like James posted yesterday on his Facebook, if you don't follow James Irwin on Facebook, he's a good follow. Yeah, that's an inspiring story, dude. People are like, well, I've lost faith in the millennials and the Gen Zers. They all live in the basement and they play their you know Xbox till they're 36. We're seeing right now that there are people buying houses at 19 years old. James is a testament to that. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't yeah. play Xbox. You know what I love that's is on the, on, the TV, yeah. on the TV realty shows when when the the lady comes up, the, this is the husband and wife, and it's I make paper mache's in my closet part time, and he's a researcher. He's a you know uh, <laughs> like Portlandia sharpens pencils for a living. He's a butterfly uh, researcher. My budget is seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I'm yeah. like, oh man, oh man. So I'm hey, uh, I want to you know. We got you guys in here, and uh, I want to fill you fill for your five cup. more minutes. But yeah. yeah, let's let's make this quick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> to fill your fill y'all's cup, man, you guys are are murdering it over there, and just uh, you know, Thanks, man. W- thank you. You guys came in and, and took our houses mm-hmm. that, that we were really in a bond. We we 
so I'll, I'll tell a short story is uh, we were just in a position on two spec homes uh, and uh, we really needed them moved quick. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we threw James to the wolves on that one. Definitely. It was on the market for over a hundred days and we were just getting nothing. Literally, he, he had that thing. Yeah. Th- those noises right there were being heard. That's a cricket, by the way. Was that a cricket? I wasn't was sure cricket. what was going on. Uh, it took me a long time to learn how to and do so, that. And uh, so... James came in and just freaking murdered it and got got those those two out of there and uh, seven days on the next one and we got another one coming up that should be ready in about three weeks. Nice, so you, but you guys are just moving its property so quick. So, oh man, thank. Why you. don't you tell the viewers just a little bit about y'all's uh, your your process and, and just like the success that you guys are having? What you attribute that to? I know that's kind of a lot to to unfold, but. Yeah, so, you know, a couple things. It took us, you know, we're, we're starting year seven, actually, today yeah. is the month that we launched our uh, team in 2013. So this month is our seven-year anniversary, and it took us years to get systems in place. We just talked about one. We only launch properties on Thursdays. And I think that's also prevented us from going on those listing appointments with Mr. Seller. And he's saying, get this house up tomorrow, man. We have got to move to Oklahoma. We've got this place in Durant we want to buy. We don't, we don't do that. We, you know, if I meet with you on a Thursday, we're waiting a week to launch this thing. We also, there's big value in professional photographers. We don't list any property without a professional photographer touching that thing. I know I have a great iPhone. I know the iPhone will do magical things, but that you've got to know your one thing and you've got to know your lane and stay in it. And so we hire professional photographers, even on those $40,000 single wides that people say, you know, Hey, this will sell easy. Just, you don't need to take pictures. Yes, we do. It's an image thing. It's a, we care about you. Not, we're not attached to your price tag. We're going to treat you the same as a $40 million listing. Um, and so we have the same process for every property. Now here's the, here's the caveat to that. When you get processes and systems, it becomes like a McDonald's. And so, you know, there's people in the back that are making sandwiches. They're making, somebody puts on the cheese, somebody wraps it in the paper, somebody checks it out. Somebody puts it in a bag. We have, we have people all through our team now, finally, right, butt, right seat, we call it all the way from start to finish that will that will take your property and get you top dollar. The, the caveat to that is some people don't want top dollar. Some people want convenience. And we also have those systems as well to say, hey, I would rather have a guaranteed sale in one day, mm-hmm. not have to put up my dog, not have to put up my personal items, not have to worry about herding cattle through my listing, if you will. And so we've also been able to help people sell their property day one. James just took one down. I went on a listing appointment. Um, he told me uh, in Alvarado, Texas, I would rather have convenience. And he knew that he was paying for that convenience. And James got a, a house off the books for this family in need in one day. He bought it. Fantastic. And you're going to see that there's people that will pay you to take them from Caesars Palace to Bellagio. It's called Uber. And they'll pay you for that convenience. You get them from A to B and they'll pay you for that. Yeah. So we have that system as well that you get me from A to B today in one day and, and we will pay you. And in real estate, it's a great amount of money that they give up to have it guaranteed closed with open door, you know, Zillow offers, Redfin, Porch, Perch. You can go down the list and you see these people giving up twenty, thirty, forty, hundred thousand dollars on some bigger ticket items just for an instant offer. Yeah. And that's where the market's really disrupting right now. Yeah. James, have you seen, you know, those disruptors out there when you're in a listing appointment going up against those people like, well, Open Door just offered me this. Yeah, for sure. We see, I mean, that the market is 
is completely disrupted right now by by a lot of big money investing in these tech companies that come and buy property, essentially. So you see them all over the right. radio, and hey, we'll do this. We'll we'll get you. Know, you don't want to sell your house on the market, do you? You'd rather us come in and and just buy it, right? And so, <laughs> for some people, that does it. Does maybe the property is distressed or. Or maybe they, they just literally can't. They might be going into bankruptcy in 31 days. So mm-hmm. we need one day to, to sell it and 30 to close it. You know, that kind of deal. Yep. But when you're giving up, it, if you're thinking to go on that route and, you know, one of these companies is giving you an offer, just know you're giving up tens of thousands of dollars of your equity. You're taking it from your pocket and putting it in there. Oh, my know? gosh. Can I share that story that on the way over here by that Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah. So James and I focus pretty hard on for sale by owners. That's that's a... We, we call them for fail by owners. Uh, you know, the, the average that Fizbos. we're, yeah, Fizbos. Fizbos. we're super proud of the fact that this year we've been able to average our clients 17% more than they've been able to get on their own for sell by owner. And if you're watching this morning, 93% of for sell by owners never sell. The seven, Why is that? The, the 7% that do, because They're so much overpriced and marketing to no one. Yeah, yeah. You're marketing to no one. And we're syndicated on over 2,300 websites. I mean, we have buyers from Germany. We have buyers from that are relocating here from the UK. We have buyers from all over the world that your little Lowe's $1.99 rider arrow it, it, is not is not atta- is yeah. not attracting. We we said that they spent they had two dollars instead well, of seven. You always need somebody looking out for your best interest too, because I mean mm-hmm. that I've you know real estate even closing documents are a mess. You've got to know what you're looking at, you know, to be able to say okay, well, you know, be able to negotiate from a yeah. a, a well with all standpoint. Because if you can't, then you're just going to get. Okay, so, so James brought up a good point. They go into Lowe's and they're looking at a $9 for sell by owner sign or they're looking at a $1.99 for sell by owner arrow. Have y'all seen those? Yeah. yeah. They're, the, they're the size of oh, yeah. three iPhones yeah. put together. Yeah. 99 cents at Home Depot. They're 99 right. cents yeah. at Home Depot and the big for sell by owner sign is $5 more and these for sell by owners mindset is I'm going to spend $3 less. Yes. Yeah. Save $3 and got the tiny rider. And James and I said, we want to create a belt buckle that says I, I cost myself Seventeen percent to wear this belt buckle. I'm a real American hero. I sold my house myself. Yeah, get, get him a trophy. Yeah. The trophy is I, I gave up all my equity. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah, do it right. myself. I mean, you could you could list this building, this gorgeous building, for a hundred grand and sell it yourself and wear this big belt buckle. I didn't hire a realtor, man. Got my building sold yeah. myself. But you might have given up four four or five hundred thousand dollars to yeah. sell it for a hundred grand. You know, and what you're hiring James for what you're hiring any of our teams listing specialists for is the history of 937 closed transactions. Yeah, and we've seen a lot in, in 937 transactions. We've seen a lot. That is, I mean, that is uh 930. We're going to sell it. Well, we will cross over a thousand sold uh, units this year. This year we'll a be thousand. a thousand. Well, units. I, I will share why we went with uh, the Jonathan Cook team is because the because all they do is well, win, win, win. I, I didn't know you guys from Adam, but uh, Dell knew y'all, and he kept you know telling me, oh, you know, if we're gonna switch realtors, we're gonna we're gonna go these guys. So I come to y'all's office that first day, and they have this meeting going on with their, the whole team in this. Oh, the power up huddle. And, yeah. What do you call it? The Friday power up huddle. Yeah, power up huddle. So we go in there, and there's like. 
such positivity. There's praise reports. There's people talking about, you know, success stories, prayer requests, and then they're prophesying over each other, like in this room of real estate agents, something I've, ne- I've never seen that before. And I <laughs> uh, thought, and I, I even was kind of not jealous, but like just determined to, you know, cause we're a kingdom business, yeah. but I saw that as the next mark, like, man, we should be doing that, you know, mm. and we should be praying over each other. We should be sharing, you know, testimonies and praise reports and whatever we need to do. But when they were getting up, like people were getting emotional up in there yeah. and, and they were literally prophesying like success wow. over each other. And I was just like, wow. I mean, wow. you asked my wife, man, I went home. I was, I was, I was fired up. We're on the way home. Just our ride home, bro. We Dude, were, I was jacked, yeah. man. I was like, man, that is the kind of stuff. It was we just need something to do. that excited us to be like, man, this is something that we need to get involved with them because th- they will make us better people. And then, you know, hopefully in return, we can, you know, show them something. And this is a, you know, I always like to say that every relationship is transactional. Wow. Whether it's one side always making the transactional, but every relationship is transactional and you don't always want to be the one taking because then you're burdening the other person and that person may not mind, but eventually they will because they they feel that they, you know, you feel used one side. So you always want to make sure that you're, you're, you know, uh, you can ask James. I'm, I'm very, uh, other than James's times, but uh, I'm very mindful of when I when I call people and I keep them on the phone for a long time because I know their mo- you know their time's worth money. I know that they've got deals to make. I know you know I, I don't ask people, hey man, hey we come do this for free, you know, uh, because it's very important to me to respect their value, and I, I don't want a, a bunch of freebies and stuff like that. And, and so you know I say a transactional relationship. Uh, so, you know, so you guys gave us a lot from day one and I don't think we've ever made a deal like that on the spot where we were just never, like, where we walked in, we were like, yeah, but I already knew what you guys were about coming in. Uh, well, it's just good confirmation yeah. when, when you see something that aligns like, and you feel it in your spirit, like it aligns with who you are, the kind of the man that, you know, that you portray, that, that you put out in the world, the, the kind of person that you are, if you can see that, you know, you can't look for equal. Cause I spent a lot of time spending my wheels because I, I'd always been happy with employees. So like that, you know, when I, mm-hmm. we were doing all field labor and house had 20 guys, all the stuff, my expectations were so high because I'm like, well, I'm over here, you know, working until three o'clock in the morning. So I, you know, everybody else is going to have to too, but you can't look for yourself and someone else. All you can look is for somebody who's, who steps in the same direction as you, but somebody's going to fill your shoes. It's not going to happen. Well, there's a, if you can find a business that, that is stepping the same direction as you, then that's a, you know, that's confirmation that you're making the right decision. Yeah. There's a good thing that you said, Dale, piggybacking off that. Like my pastor, Tommy Brandon says all the time, you're one handshake away from meeting someone that could change your life forever. And it, it, it truly, we, we judge a lot on the outside, you know, we're like, man, who is this guy? And what, what, what is he about? And we're fearful. Naturally we're fearful pe- people. And I, I see that when one plus one equals 11, it's, it's just a no brainer to get into business together yeah. and to fill your buckets, to reciprocate the compliment you gave to us. When y'all walked in the room, I realized that one plus one equals 11 with yeah, us yeah, and yeah, we're man. far you. better together. We wouldn't be a lot of where we are this month if it wasn't for our relationship that six months ago we decided to get into business with. And, you know, you talked about the culture that you felt in that room. It it took years for us to realize you've got to hire to culture first. Talent is everywhere. I mean, you can teach talent. You can teach talent. I think the only thing you really can't teach is hunger. But if you're hungry and you got culture, we can teach you everything else. Uh, Absolutely. Amen. It's just about found systems, wonderful scripts, customer service at that point. And we can teach that, you know, yeah. that that's a learned gift. And I, I see that as, as you guys focused on the kingdom, 
I know that you're not going to be greedy in a business deal because your eyes is the same place our eyes are. So I've chosen as a person to not go into business with anybody that's not a covenant tither personally, because I know we won't have those arguments over, it looks like you spent $9 at Whataburger on our LLC's business card. What was that about? We're not going to have those conversations because yeah. we know that our eyes are on building the kingdom. And hey, if we're all successful, we know that that's going to have that, you know, ancillary benefit of, you know, building the kingdom. So, well, and you said something to me, uh, me and you had a conversation a couple months ago when we were looking at doing a business deal uh, and you kind of counseled on, you know, you had some knowledge that we didn't have. And uh, you said something really powerful that day that, and it's the same model that we live by. We just kind of use a different little terminology. Uh, but you're not looking for that one deal. It, James, neither are you. You've said it 100 million times. I don't want that one deal. I don't want that one $20 million house. Bunches and bunches. Because, yeah, will, will I make great money off of it? Of course. But what am I going to do eight months, nine months, 10 months down the road when I need to, you know, to start hitting deals again? You know, so... Uh, mm-hmm. we're the same way. We're not oh, trying really? to bring people in here and, and get, get what we can and get, get out, 50% you know. off of, you know, a, a flat rate on, on a custom build right off the top. Yeah. It's just not what we're trying to do. You know, we're, we're does that not, does that not lean to the quote of people never forget how you make them feel? Oh yeah. yeah. They don't remember what you say to them. They remember how you make them feel. Yeah. Yeah. And if you start a relationship off with trimming the fat, what can I get out of this with them? We say what's in it for me. Yeah. It, it just, you leave as builders, I'm sure those meetings saying, yeah, we cut our, we, we cut it as far as we could. Actually, we cut a little farther. That doesn't feel good. No. You know, you want to be appreciated and, and, uh, man, I, I just love the quote. People don't remember what you say to them. They remember how you make them feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah words are hollow, man. Actions speak a lot louder than words. Absolutely. And when, uh, it's really cool because, you know, like I got a call last week from a client we built for an acting a couple years ago. He's like, Hey man, we're having a barbecue next weekend and love to have your family out. And <laughs> I got invited to Christmas last year, by, by uh, uh, somebody I haven't, I built yeah. for three years ago and they invited us all. As a matter of fact, this last year, They're like, Oh, you guys come out for Christmas. I'm like, how many other built? Like, is that just, uh, you know, like I've never heard of that. You know, I've, I never thought about it. No, hiring, that you know. is weird. I know a lot of builders. That's that, it, it was that's, really cool. I was super cool. honored. I was like, oh, you know, we have plans, but you know, thank you so much because that's amazing. Like somebody yeah. wants to basically wants you to come and like fellowship with their family for Christmas. Yeah, because they're going to give home. you a punch list. You don't think? Yeah, they're like, okay, well, I got some blue tape. <laughs> so while you're here, <laughs> let's walk through. <laughs> oh, dang, here, you knocked that out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you this. So when we were when we were talking. You know, because we've been approached every realtor here in town, and, and we know some people that move a lot of property. Yeah, that are like, great, great. They, they would come to us and they say, "As a realtor in the square, yeah. Tara Stark is a baller, baller." Yeah. And uh, uh, Chad, Chad, uh, not Chad, uh, Greg, Greg, Greg Potts, moved, the, both great realtors. Oh yeah. Everybody was telling us, "Don't, don't, don't use an out of town realtor. It's the stupidest thing you can do. It'll never work. It'll never work." And we're like, we're not just doing this for them to move our properties. We're looking 10 years from now. We want to build, uh, you know, kind of what we're working on. We want to we want to have a, a, a gang of properties. Trustworthy that, people that we can do business yeah, with. Yeah. And, uh, not uh, that they're not, but you no, can be no, located no, no, no. in Scandinavia. And if, if, our, if, our, if our moral compasses are pointed the same direction and our eyes are, our eyes are on the kingdom, that's a rare thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I just that's know a, that's how a very hungry. healthy thing. You know, going back to Jonathan, uh, when he was 17 years old in the flip side, I mean, all the way back to then, always hustling, 
hustling, hustling, hustling the band, hustling into the into the next band, to the next band, and and I remember when you were in Forever Sickest Kids, using that those those avenues to make relationships with people that I that are paying off today in dividends, <laughs> well, right? So you were always well, thanks. Mind, that mindset was always like building, 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 building relationships, protecting those relationships, building and building. That's what I thought was very valuable bringing you guys is because that's where we want to be in 10 years. We want to have apartment complexes and, and, and people that are aggressive that, again, aren't looking for the one bangers. We're looking for the kingdom. It's hard to be honest and be aggressive. And if you can, if you can find that balance in there to be, to stay honest, but be aggressive, then you've got it figured out. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of business success is about counterbalance too. You know, if you think about it as a, as a County road with ditches on both sides, I mean, you're, you're, you can't get too far in the ditch with your family and spend too much time with them and not focus on your work. And at the same time, you can't focus on work too long and and leave your family in the ditch. And and there's a, there's several great books about this, but one analogy is the juggling of rubber and glass balls. I mean, James and I have been boys for decades. I know if I don't call James for a week and I drop that relationship, that's a rubber ball. That's going to bounce back. James will still be there for me. But my two-year-old son, Shepard, my five-year-old son, Gates, who had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Gates. Gates. Uh, five-year-old son, I, I can't drop that ball. That will shatter, and I can't get that You're not making back. any more time, man. That's, that's one of those dude, things. That, that was a powerful yeah, statement you just made. Yeah, that's good. Glass ball, rubber. Say that, say that one more time. So, so your glass balls are your faith, yeah. whatever your faith is. No judgment zone there. You, you can't drop your faith. You wow. just can't. It won't bounce back. It takes forever to bounce back. You yeah. can't drop your business. We talk about it as an avalanche. So your business is a glass ball. Uh, your business is a rubber ball. Excuse me. It's an avalanche. So you can always get the avalanche going again. It just starts to melt if it's stagnant. And so, yeah. uh, but your wife, your husband, if you're a female watching this or listening to this podcast, wherever you're consuming it, your spouse is a glass ball, man. Don't drop that ball. Don't drop your children. Don't drop your faith. It's it's really amazing how many balls we're juggling in today's society. James and I are talking about our grandparents must just be blown at the, w- yeah. what society looks like now. I mean, some of us are juggling 30, 40 balls. It's like, oh my gosh, I have so much going on. I'm so B word. We don't even yeah. use that word on our team because the word busy. I call it blessed. At, well, yeah, and we call it active. Yeah, yeah. Blessed because you say that word busy and the agent that has one annoying. deal going, they're like, man, that's annoying. I wish I had 12 deals. I wish I was busy. Right. I mean, it's almost complaining about having blessings in your business. Yeah, so yeah. we, we replace busy with active and just make sure as you get more and more things on your plate, as you scale, that you have a scalable lifestyle with counterbalance at the forefront of your lifestyle. And so how, how have you, uh, how have you guys managed, uh, the, the incredible like success that you guys have seen over the seven years, the fast growth, how, how have you managed, uh, that versus your family time. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Still figuring that one out. Yeah. Still figuring it out. Dave. Yeah. So are we. That's why I was it's asking. It's tough. It's hard. To, it's hard. Like even last night, I remember my wife kind of eye rolling as I'm sending text messages about deals at like nine 30, like in bed, nine 30 at night, trying to like about to roll over and go to sleep, you know, and you got, but, uh, you're always learning, always yeah. learning with that. And Cause we have a business that you can't really turn off. Yeah, yeah me too. I get calls, man. I, I, dude, I'm infamously known for late nights and early mornings. Man, I, I was thinking about the other day. Somebody asked me, like, uh, doing office work now? And I was like, well, I, I mean, I've been out in the field for the last few weeks, you know, demoing stuff, doing all kinds of stuff, just trying to help us get caught up. Yeah. 
But man, if I couldn't even put I couldn't even put a numerical number a value on how much time and and literal physical labor that I've put in in my life. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, I always had the FOMO thing. I had the fear of missing out because yeah. a lot of people, you know, because the qualifications yeah. and things have, have changed for buying a home, right? So it's gotten different. People say, oh, the interest rates are all time low. All this stuff's like, yeah, but the mortgage companies are at all time high on their qualifications, and mm-hmm. especially after a global pandemic. You know, it's just. They're, they're really Which is tied crazy in the belt how, the, how the market is just well, sprung We lost up. quite a few, you know, like very good, uh, you know, well-negotiated deals that were right on the cuff of, of solidifying, you know, and those dropped off as soon as this happened. So you have to be able to pivot, right? So, but you can't pivot into more time into it and then sacrifice what you have at home. And I used to have that problem where I was so afraid of either missing out on money, an opportunity for money, or missing out on that phone call because people are very fly-by-night, not all of them, but a lot of them are. If they're like, oh, I want to build a house, right? Like, or, you know, it's just like they call a photographer. They call Jeremiah. Jeremiah didn't answer the phone. Well, who's the next guy on Google? Yeah. So he's going to get the phone call. And if he's a decent salesperson, then he got, your, you know, he got right. the work that might have been yours. So you have all to right. be able to balance that. Let's talk about this for a second. Watch this. So there's two things that go into this. So number one is expectations. It's your standards with your business. Any business owner listening to this this morning, your standards are not what are up on the wall. Your standards are what you allow. Yeah. And if I say that our team, to join our team, you have to close two a month, but I have a whole lot of agents on three months closing zero deals and they're still on our team, what is my standard? Zero. Zero deals a month is my standard. So number one, your, your standards are not what you say they are. They're what you allow. Number two, that goes along with clients. So I don't allow clients to call me after 7 p.m. If there's a text that says, are you not going to get back to me? What are we doing about this furniture in the house? I need to know. And it comes in at 7.01. Fantastic. You can wait till in the morning. Yeah. Because my part of my commitment to my family and my faith and my team is counterbalance. Right. And so I have said at 7 p.m., that I'm shutting it off, which means if I respond to that text at 701, now's what my standard, my standard is no longer the 7 PM that I told all of you guys. It's what I'm allowing. And as we, as we grow and more and more and more and more and more and more business and opportunity comes our way, we have to realize that God is our source, not 917 Amy street, not 306 Fisbo lane. (laughs) You know, if she doesn't, if I don't get to that Fisbo first, my competition is going to get it. Well, God's my source and there's another one. And, and the third thing is you only have a certain number of parking spots in your life. Yeah. So your business, uh, James knows his number. He, he knows what his capacity is. It might be 18 parking sp- spaces, which means he can only handle 18 clients at a time really, really well or 18 deals at a time. So if one fades, back that Chevy truck out of that parking spot and move a Ford truck in. And that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but when we have this mindset of I'm going, I'm going for 40 at a time, 60 at a time, a hundred, oh, I lost another one. I lost. You are going to literally have ulcers all in your mouth and a pit in your stomach and stress on your shoulders and on your face. And you're not going to be that guy or gal that anyone wants to be around because yeah. you're constantly insatiable. Mm-hmm. You will never have enough. That's, that's, that's great, man. Mm-hmm. That's great. And so I, I heard an analogy the other day. Um, so, you know, a lot of people right now are, are kind of talking, you know, have really been affected by the, the current, you know, atmosphere and, and what's been going on since March or April. And I heard a really great analogy on Saturday that, that really stuck with me. Uh, an arrow, when you draw, so when you fall, an arrow must go backwards 
to propel forward. To yeah. propel forward. Oh, that's huge. I love that. Be pulled back to shoot forward. Right. That's so huge. So we're must, all in kinetic energy uh, right now. Then. Right. We're so you must a, yeah. you must pull back. You know, you must fall. You know, be pulled back. And then that that forward momentum is just powerful. So just because you've been dropped back and you've been pulled back a little bit in your life, you know that could just be the arrow being drawn back, and and you, you know just keep keep on keeping on pulling. What do we call that, James? Slow down to speed, speed up. up. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Doesn't feel like it makes money cleaning your environments, right? Your truck, your office, right. your master bedroom, but sometimes you have to physically take those days where hey, I'm slowing down today, so I can speed up tomorrow. Yeah. That's a huge piece. Yeah, yeah, I actually cleaned my truck out yesterday, so I had about 10 recalls, and a dealership called me, and they said... Uh, the truck got so clean, it needed a recall. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were like, this doesn't belong to you. No, I mean, I'm usually pretty clean. I, I, I was on crutches recently, uh, messed my ankle up and stuff, so I haven't been able to get out of the gas station and clean all my crap out, you know? Yep. So I kind of let it get out of hand. Not like as bad as some people we know, but <laughs> I, let it, I let it get a little out of hand. So I get out, uh, they call me, they're like, oh, you gonna bring your truck in immediately, blah, blah, It's like it's a big deal. So I took my truck up there and they gave me a rental and I was getting all my stuff and I was like, wow, I'm an incredibly messy person. Like the back of my truck looks like a catch-all at the landfill. Uh, so I did that yesterday. Felt tanning, pretty good. Tanning but you know what? Bottles. You do. <laughs> stuff I've never even, like, I found a, a Bud Light can back there. A, I don't drink and B, it wouldn't be Bud Light if I was going to. And I'm like, who's throwing beer cans in the back of my truck? <laughs> That's insane. Like literally. Like yeah. in the cab or in the back? No, in the, no, not in the cab. In the back back. And oh, I'm yeah. like. Somebody definitely got somebody you. Somebody just cruised by and, and, and iced me, you know, yeah. or, or what do you, yeah. butted sure. me. Bud iced you? Bud iced me. Yeah. Butted. But like, good grief. I found all kinds of treasures back there, though. Found a hammer I've been missing. That's good. <laughs> so uh, it was it was pretty interesting. So so those are the... Uh, but you, I felt better afterwards, put it that way. I felt like after I got it cleaned out, cause I cleaned clean, everything out. Dude, I felt great. Living in a clean environment, there's nothing like it. I mean, there, when McDonald's french fries fall out of your passenger seat, when a wealthy, important client opens the door to your pickup... There's nothing that feels worse. No, there's definitely not. Uh, oh, uh, hold on. Look at all this trash out of your way. <laughs> oh, that's the worst, most embarrassing yeah, place know. to be. We'll hey, can I hop in and ride up. with you? And you're just moving mountains to get them yeah, in your passenger yeah. seat. And, and, it's not uh, a good look. I don't live there anymore. No. So you yeah. guys, uh, so so for those of you that are tuned in that don't know, um, James is from a band called O Sleeper. And Jonathan is from a band, uh, Forever Sickest Kids. Flipside, a bunch of other bands. And uh, so how has that change been for you guys? I mean, do you guys, you know, b both of you, you can answer this question. Do you guys still have that itch? Do you still entertain that itch? And how is it moving into, you know, uh, grown-up life, adult life, if you will, and not being able to enjoy uh, the fruits of, of you know, because we've all worked really hard to get to, you yeah. know, not to, being a super responsible, mature right. traveling band, not being person. able to rock out on a stage, whether it's a big <laughs> stage, little stage, it doesn't yeah. matter. I think I got everything I needed from that. Yeah. I'm always looking to grow and what's always the next step yeah. for anything I'm doing. And so when you reach the top of the staircase in something, you kind of like, well, there's nowhere else to go. So that's when I start to feel stagnant and, and I can just cut ties or something. So there's things I miss, you know, I miss getting to go travel all the time, but yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I can, I go to shows now still. And when I leave, I'm like, you know what? I made the right decision every mm. time wow. I, I've completely shipped it wow. in my mind. It's, it's, I don't, you know, there's not an amount of money that could get me to go back. I mean, I say that, but <laughs> a realistic I bet amount. I could come up with an amount. Yeah. I mean, 
so for me, I've, I've been able to totally pivot. I'm, I love my life now. I, I, very few things I can add to it that make me love it more than more than I got That's right now. Good. So, I mean, I still get to play guitar, still listening to music all day. And you're in a band. I'm Chattahoochee. In a band. I'm in Chattahoochee. We got any Alan Jackson sound bites? I wish. But yeah, That's I, a, it's been, it's, I've been easily able to pivot. Just, yeah. just hearing that blesses me as I'll, I'll just say, you know, that that's extremely a huge blessing here in that some, someone that you've mentored, someone that you've helped along the way, get to a place where they say my life couldn't be much better. That's, that's, yeah. that's hey, just man. an amazing moment for that's me. True, I just man, want to stop sure. there for a second. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way. There are seasons in our lives and I know like, uh, you know, I'm still in the band forever. The sickest kids We're we're actually, we probably have future music coming out. Yeah. And, and I just know that, the the nine months of touring coming home to to six six feet of bills and low credit score because you missed it and everything you have is delinquent because when you're out on the road man you're out on the road you'll get back to that nine months and creditors don't appreciate that and so i lived in a life of kind of just irresponsibility for years just hey get back in the bus and what's at home's at home there is something to be said for um, system. Uh, what do you call it? Being home every night. What do you call that in your life? Stability. Stability Stay in your in life. Hand. There's something to be said for stability every night that at 4:59, I'm opening the garage door. And I know when I say I'm looking for a boy named Gates and Shepard and they come running. Daddy! Yeah, you know, in the world. Oh man. That, Nothing better. That might as well be the 60,000 we played to in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. is nothing better than Shepard and Gates running as hard as they can to my ring box and giving me the biggest hug possible. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I mean, it, we're in a season of life where James and I get to see this on a daily basis. People come and go from our team. It's going to happen. We're going to adhere to our standards. There's going to be people that are there for a year, for five years, for 10 years, and for a week. And he and I, along with several other members of our team could honestly sit here and say, we are, we know our next right steps every day and we're taking them. And we are living a life that is just so fun to get to serve our community. We we're passionate about Fort Worth. We're passionate about Crowley and we're passionate about Burleson. And we get to serve the entire state of Texas with those three cities as our farm area and man, we're, we're, we're kind of becoming community leaders at the same time where yeah. people really, really look up and t- respect James. And when he walks in a room, he is the giver, not the taker. He makes the room better than when he left it. Absolutely. And so, Thanks, you know, man. you can, you, you can go be a punk on the road and listen to punk rock music and write punk rock songs. He's filled it with Chattahoochee. I've filled it with Calvary church. I'm on the worship team. We're probably in 2021 going to be writing a worship album awesome. that I'll have a part of. And so it just changes. You know, you, you always love music, but it just changes. And, and unless you're a musician, you don't understand how special music always just will be to you. And so, well, yeah. here's the thing with both of y'all's, uh, is that you guys have planted seeds, even with those older bands that are still blossoming. I'll tell you right now, there's, uh, there's about 10 forever sickest kid songs. Like I could be in the worst mood and, and just not happy. And I can jam them, and I'm immediately it just Dang, brings up awesome. my spirit. Dang. Same thing with those sleeper dude. Like if I'm in a, you know, when I was at the gym, you know, when I need that, when I need that, when I need that push, like you know, there's just those certain songs still to this day. And I mean, for you guys haven't put out a record in 
Seven years. There you go. Oh, sleeper. We are the archers. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. By the way. That's, oh yeah. It's a good song. That might be the best song. One. I didn't write it, so I can say it's good. <laughs> it's I still great. listen to the first one. You let me hear of them. The Forever Six Kids. It's the only album I ever even knew oh, they released. Man. And it's that one. Guys, y'all stop um, it. Keep going. Um, <laughs> stop it, you. All right, I, keep I don't know the name. Going. I don't remember the name. I mean, of I hate it. this. And I, it it was burned, you know. So the burned CD. Somebody didn't pay for I it. I didn't make a fraction of a cent off that one. Lars Ulrich just Jonathan Jonathan accept payment on his way out. Yeah, for that right. one. I didn't know that. We're gonna need you to divvy up on that. That was a great album. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that, Bobo. Speaking of punk rock and like be on the road, punk rock stuff. Punk rock, hardcore punk. I was kind of. That was me, and I wasn't willing to, for years as a teen, to be less, you know, like emo or like pop or thinking that pop could be involved with rock and be actually amazing until I heard that album. Oh. And <laughs> we had the street cred fights in the studio many times. I mean, it was like, just, will this, will this take away? Will this take away our street cred if we do a riff that's that poppy? Yeah. We can't we can't sing about yeah. bum, bumblegum and sunflowers. Yeah. We've got to sing about angsty mom Teenage pissing me off issues. Yeah, yeah so. mom pissing me. Oh yeah, off. like FTP, you know, <laughs> FTP. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I, you know, it's very inspiring. You got you guys inviting us on this podcast was probably one of the coolest moments of our month. Thank you, man. It's only October first. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's only the first. No, but I I, uh, I didn't mean a joke by that. I meant truly like in the last thirty day. days. This is pretty exciting. So thanks yeah, for having yeah, us. Yeah, this studio is awesome. By Can the I way. say one thing before we wrap up yeah. to just the viewers out there? This is heavy on my heart. You know, all business owners. This is the time to be planning for your 2021 Q4 starts today. So what you're doing October 1st is what you're going to thank yourself for January 1st. So, um, 2020 is basically behind you. You can't do anything to drive your 2020 story much anymore. So I encourage you to not, uh, not be thinking about 2021 in late December, but rather be planning Today, starting yeah. today, thinking about what's my vision, what's my goals, what's my strategy to get there, what's my GPS on 2021's story, you know, what am I going to go write that year? And it's cool because today really starts for me and our team, the mindset of, you know, that four letter cuss word 2020 is behind us now, yeah. you know, now it's time to really go drive. Okay. The arrow was pulled back in 2020. Now's the time to go let the, what do you call that thing? The Momentum. The yeah. release. The release happened. You know, I think 2021 is going to be banging year oh, yeah, for so agreed. many people. I'm, I'm looking very so much many forward people, to getting so. this behind us. There's been so many very embarrassing things that have happened in this country in 2020. And I'm, I'm ready to put that to bed and, and, and look forward to a 2025. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm on a, I've got a five-year plan going, a next month yes. plan, tomorrow plan. So you have to, you, you got to be able to look ahead. Yeah, there were so many people that bought PT Cruisers in 2020. I'm just like, oh, embarrassment. Yeah, they're looking backwards, bro. Party time cruisers were starting in purchase. You bought one. Yeah. No, we got to wrap up. Can you hit the uh, music there? It's been sold. Hey, we got We got it. We got to do three things. Okay, cool. Well, hold on. Yeah, we have we have a a thing on here. So I want to do my riddle first. Can I get some music? All right, let's go. So okay, everybody. All right, everybody, get on your keyboards. I don't have a keyboard. Okay. You guys don't count. The table's excluded on these. 
And we'll hand out a, a $50 gift card, and uh, we'll mail it out to So you. this, uh, whoever saw, and this is going to be all based off of my feed, whoever saw this riddle first is going to get a gift card and an autographed picture from the draft table. Your feed is the same as ours. Whatever. Give me some music. Music. All right, here's the riddle. Well, you got to say it first. No, I want the music. Okay. It makes it more dramatic. Okay. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? First one to answer gets a gift card. Fired up. California. (laughs) Is that it? No. Oh. That would have been a good one, though. I'm terrible. At cities but no trees. Cities but no trees. Mountains. All the wildfires. Oh, I'm sorry. Cities but no houses. Mountains but no trees. I have water but no fish. What am I? Come on, chat. Light up. Somebody's got to get it. I need a critical thinker on here. No googling. This one, this one may, uh, one more. One Did more I finally round, stump everybody? One more go around. Someone's going to get on Google and just find it, right? I always, when I pick these out, I'm always like, I always put That's in our topic name, like the unsolvable riddle. I may have actually gotten a good one. Cities, but no houses. Mountains, but no trees. Water, but no fish. What am I? Someone help me. Tell me what I am. Nobody gets this. I'm wah, giving myself wah. a pat on the back. Oh. We well, can't give them forever, so. Did you make yeah. it up or did you Google it? Well, let's, no. let's, let's let that simmer. Let's do our top three, and then uh, we'll see if we'll see if someone simmer. gets it. Somebody might get it. Someone could get it. <laughs> no. I, 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 okay, well, Jonathan doesn't count, so Tara gets it. Yeah, it is Matt. All Tara, right, Tara. Right. Tara's right on here. Good job, Tara. Tara is our, our newest member of the team. Super proud to have her on board. No, look, and Chris she just Ray came got through. it. Chris Ray. Yeah. Yeah, Lindsay Chris Cook got, got it. Oh, a map. My wife. She's really good at riddles. She's pretty awesome. She's very good at riddles. I'm very good at them, too. I'm clearly. So at the end of a. My bad. Check, uh, check. Oh, James got it. I got it. Oh, 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 nice. oh Google got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, so at the end of uh, every show, we like to wrap up with the top three. Okay. So is this like uh, the top 10 on? Uh, well, you just tell me what it is. I want to Okay. <laughs> it may, may be. It's just our, our, it's our thing. Okay. Uh, so top three. What is your top three on your bucket list? Ooh. Oh, top three things to do. Yeah. yeah. What's your top three Before you expire for your bucket list? Oh, um, everybody at the table, man. I feel like it changes all the time. One is to live on a lake. Uh, man, own a hundred rental properties. So I can live on that lake. Now, but with the there music go. gone, <laughs> it feels like a layout, doesn't it? Uh, top three, man. Yeah. Probably found some waterfront property by the lake where you Yeah, if you have a hundred rent houses, you can buy a lake house. Yeah. That's my thing. You probably got one on a lake somewhere. Yeah. So you want to have a bunch of rental properties. You want to live on a lake. Give me one more. Um goals. Dude. 
I don't know, man. I, that's the, I feel like if you'd emailed me like last week this question, I could have thought about it. Isn't that weird? That's why we not? like to put it on the spot. John, I bet Jonathan's got yeah. three. What do you got? Uh, my three are to sing the national anthem at the Texas Rangers baseball Ooh, that's a good that's a good game. Um, my second one is to play in the Colonial Golf Tournament Pro-Am, so either, nice. the, either the Monday or Wednesday Pro-Am. And uh, my third one is to play 36 holes of golf in a tournament all in one day. So Ooh. those are three current bucket list items. It's actually a pretty tall order. And my fourth one is to visit the White House. I still haven't toured, ever toured the White House, and I would absolutely love to do that. I love, yeah, me too. I love the Smithsonian and the Washington D.C. is just so interesting to me. So I'd love to That's go. That's something tour the you've White never House. done, really. We got invited. <laughs> so stupid. Our band got invited when we were playing in D.C. and we contracted the swine flu and had to shut down the tour. And oh, is that when Mark got yes. the swine, swine flu? flu yeah. <laughs> so did, was that picture with Obama? Was that legit? No, I was about to no, say. No, when no. you said White House, you got invited. I was there's thinking, an Instagram account. In there? There's an Instagram account that all the dude does is uh, takes that picture of Obama and put records in his hands. <laughs> and so there's probably like two thousand bands with their their band's vinyl record in nice. it. So I took that. But, he uh, stole one of mine. So mine would be. I definitely want to visit the White House. It's on my bucket list. I got to see that. Wow. I want to hang glide in the Swiss Alps. Wow. I saw wow. a video of this guy doing that. I was like, oh, my Lanta. It looks incredible. Yeah, that does look tight. And I would like to. In a bodysuit like the Red Bull yeah, guys? Yeah, I do. Yeah, like not not hang glide. Uh, what is it called when they do that? Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Bodysuit. Uh, yeah, bodysuit. Yeah. Like basically skydive. It's called a wingsuit. Wingsuit. Yeah. Thank you. Wings, like a so, he yeah. waited Flying like 45 squirrel. minutes to give big Fly value. Fly in the was. air yes. over the Swiss Wings Alps. Sweet. Fly in the air over the Swiss Alps. Wings yeah. Yeah. Wings Visit sweet. the White House. I'm going to say number three would probably be... Go to the moon. Mm. Be president. Mm. Win the Powerball. Mm. Drink a Red Bull. Mm. <laughs> Climb to the top of a water tower in I Parker County. Say, I want to. I want to handline a marlin. I want to handline old school fish a marlin out of the sea. Whoa! Handline? Yeah, handline. You have to wear gloves. To what do is that? that? I mean, you should. You what does that mean? Should. Is that is that like handline? So you basically is that like throw a hook out in a catfish, or you remember when I was? Did you ever oh, see those pictures dog. of me handline? Raw, that's not what you raw call it. Dog. What do they call it's that? Called mm-hmm. noodling. It's definitely not called raw dogging. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then he slapped it on the table. We had to get the hell out of there. <laughs> no, hey, uh, so when I went to Africa, I, I handlined. So it's really rudimentary, old school way of fishing. So we were handlining the Talak River in the Serengeti. So there's like a, wow. a, night, a 15-foot uh, crocodile over here. There's a, a albino ba- uh, baboon over here. There's an elephant 60 feet away. I mean, it was super intense, you know. So we're catfishing in the Talak River in the middle of the Serengeti Desert bucket list item right i want to take that same memory and go reproduce it in, in the, the ocean, ocean. Cool. And, and pull a, a 500 pound marlin in by hand bobo Whoa. what's your top three well hurry come on um don't do that um i mean take your my time. bucket list is to maybe have children one day and father them like uh stories that we were talking about earlier uh maybe nice. um Achieve something musically that a win a Grammy? No, just maybe go back on stage again, or maybe just just achieve something musically. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And 
That's all. I've only got two. I can't do a third one. Oh, hey, my three point one is tr- to produce a full length album because I've only done like a seven song album. I'd like to. I'd like you to mean write, produce it or write one. Well, I mean, I want to. I want to produce it. I, I want to put a, a, a fifteen song like. Led oh. Zeppelin style epic, like in Double between, album. like you know, melancholy, yeah, like a radar machine, you know, analog, old school feel, all the ambient noise, kind of Led yeah. Zeppelin kind of album. That's my, that's my probably my biggest dream actually is to is is to write every song, you know, produce. I've got fifty five songs, but I'd like to I'd like to one day produce and do a full length album with all the all the A list on there, Jeremiah. That's I, there's so many I don't even know. Uh, spit off three. Yeah, as easy as that sounds, it's not. I I I don't know. Uh, I want to go. To, I don't I don't know. I want to go to New York City. That's cool. That's a good one. Uh, I don't know about now, but yeah. Um, Yellowstone. Cool. Ooh, I like Yellowstone. Just I don't, I, I don't know. Just places I want to go. I, uh, I, I can't. that seems like up your alley, so you can take some awesome pictures. Uh, uh, Canada. That'd be I've cool. never been out of the country. Oh, the French Canadian cool. River is probably one of the most beautiful places on earth. Yeah, it is. What do you got? Come on, Dale. Come on, oh, hurry. Oh, oh, Just oh. spit one out. Yeah. You want me? Um, Finish a tour of Italy at Olive Garden. <laughs> Finish it. Clean my plate. <laughs> to visit that uh, Red Lobster one more time. Um, All right. I, I want to... Uh, Oh man! Was, so, y'all, 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 uh, y'all froze me up a little bit. Put me on the spot there. <laughs> you literally started the spot. Welcome. Okay, so uh, you froze in your own spot. I want to write a uh, a composition like an orchestration, uh, five to ten songs. I've kind of started on it, but I, I mean, I want to completely write, you know, ten songs, twelve songs, and uh, like a score, like a movie, yeah, like musical a, numbers. Yeah, yeah, I've already done one, and and it, it's in the process of doing its thing. But I mean, I want to do a full, you know, composition and, and, and maybe even an extra one. Um, I want to, uh, I want to own a, a Lamborghini. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, uh, on that, I, I, I've always, uh, I kind of got the same goal. You guys, I, I want to have a Rolex one day, you know, a legit ro- Rolex. Cool. Um, you do appreciate with your, a good with your watch. name on the card. Yeah, yeah, I like. <laughs> I'll um, never buy a Rolex. They got smart watches. There you go. Rolex come out one tells me my text messages, and I don't have to pull my phone out of my pocket. I'll buy it. There you go. <laughs> Until then, I'm Until sure they will. Uh, I don't know. They probably won't change that what's, model. What's the soon. point? All right, Dale, give us one more. And then I, uh, I want to, uh, I want to be in a position <clears throat> in business where I can build houses. For people that can't afford them, that's awesome. Oh, that's really good. Oh, wow. uh, that's a that's a that's probably my number one. I want to be able to, uh, yeah. I want a three D printer. FY three point three point two. I want to be able to. I want to. I want to buy a three D printer. I, yeah. want, I want one. Did you get one of those on Amazon? Oh, like no, I want one that'll, that'll build a house. house. Have oh, you the seen those ones? Yeah. Have you guys seen that? Whoa! Yeah. They're three D printing and it's concrete material. They're three D printing like little bungalow style homes all over Austin and yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's, pretty like a day. it's pretty much concrete, but you can probably is. still buy that on Amazon. Yeah, you probably can. 
But hey, when we do our, I'm gonna use this guy, make him build us one, and then we'll just patent it. When we do our, uh, when we do our hundredth house, or we need to, we need to set something up that we we build a house for somebody. Let's that, get it. That's that's a I'm big in. goal, man. I, we can, yeah. We, I've always wanted to do a habitat for humanity. I've helped with a couple of them in the past. Yeah. You know, just swung a hammer. But I've always that. wanted to do something like that. Yeah. That's what our triple seven vision is. Our five year vision builds a house for a woman in need and uh, a widow at the end of twenty twenty three. Nice. Yeah, we yeah, would love to sew into that with you. Yeah, we're we'll, on to that. We're gonna do that. But hey, guys, uh, I know your your time's valuable. I really appreciate you guys uh, setting some time. Yeah, thanks, thanks everybody for having us. Appreciate on. y'all tuning in too. That's great. So yeah. if you're consuming this, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Yep. You can catch it on the yeah. replay. And yeah, man, we love you. We'll see you guys next week. Bubbo, you ready to queue up, or do we need to talk just for four more seconds? Just go ahead and put that. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is the outro song. I got one more thing. Go ahead. I just want to share one more thing really quick. Bucket list thing? You can't have it all. No, 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 no. Yeah, how many buckets you got? I got a bunch of buckets. I'm a builder, man. I keep buckets. That's what I do. Um, Home Depot buckets. I just want to leave you all with this little treasure right here. And then and then I'll be done. Bobo, if you have to use the start out one, that's fine. Just go to the steel. Uh, drum, roll, drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Okay, let me find it. This I know, weird. I was supposed to. This is just my little one-liner joke of the week. Feel free to steal this. I told my girlfriend she drew her eyebrows too hot, and you bad. totally ruined it. Sorry. Wow, and that's still going. <laughs> I was trying to keep up. <laughs> I love when they're All right, here's your one-liner of the week. Right, one you guys can take home. I told my girlfriend she drew her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. Oh. Now do it. Now oh do it. <laughs> the gun. Yes. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> or well, I'm here. I'm here every Thursday, people. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for Peace. tuning in.